When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal Way and yes we are back at you with your daily Arsenal Agenda show, your daily show from 10am Monday to Friday and I'm joined by Chris Davidson as usual to delve into the topics. Chris, how are you mate? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you Bailey. Good morning to everyone tuning in, hope everyone is keeping well um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to, to diving into the topics this morning. I'm a little bit worried that Arsenal are going to announce something while we're on here. Um, obviously, we're awaiting for for a um, certain Portuguese player to be announced in Fabio Vieira. Um, just before we went live, I saw lots of Arsenal fans tweeting that uh, removed the pin tweet on the Arsenal official account. So um, you get the sense that something's happening, something's being prepared. Um, but obviously, we'll we'll bring that to you guys. Obviously, if something does break during this string, absolutely, indeed, we'll bring you that wonderful, wonderful news. But we shall see, Chris. I know we're about to confirm the signing of Fabio Fierro, but there's one player we haven't confirmed the signing of, and there's one player we don't know what is going to happen, but we might do in the next coming days, as multiple sources are saying that Arsenal are pushing hard for Rafinha. And yesterday, I didn't personally, I didn't believe this was a door that could get over the line, but stuff has started to change, hasn't it, Chris? Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's safe to say there's genuine interest there. You know, I, I said on, on yesterday's stream that personally, Looking in from the outside, I just thought it would be um, a deal that would be too difficult. Obviously, you've got Barcelona interested. Um, other names such as uh, Tottenham have been mentioned as well. Um, and Leeds won't let him go cheaply. You know, we'll have to pay a pretty fee for him, possibly in the region of 50, 60 million pounds at least. Um, and, you know, I also said about the, 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 the situation surrounding Nicola Pepe at the moment. You think that, you know, maybe we're looking to move him on first before we bring someone like Rafinha in. Obviously, we don't know for definite if it's reliant on, on maybe Pepe leaving first. We, we don't, we're not sort of sure on how the club are going to play that situation out yet. Um, we know that Pepe is looking for a new club um, and it's pretty clear that Arsenal will be open to, to letting him leave this summer. So, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see if something's linked with that. But um, I think what we're seeing, Bailey, with Arsenal this summer is that if Arsenal see an opportunity in the market, a good opportunity to acquire a top, top talent, they're going to go for it, no matter where they are in terms of, you know, departures and how early on we are in the market. You know, we've seen it with Fabio Vieira, an opportunity there in the market for Arsenal to maybe get him um more cheaply because he had like I think a 40 million euro release clause or something around that um Arsenal didn't end up paying that they they managed to negotiate a lower fee um other teams such as Liverpool linked with him you know Klopp thought to be a, a big admirer of his but it was Arsenal that thought actually look you know um if he's there if he's on the market and there's a possibility of negotiating a lower fee for him then we'll go for it and that's exactly what they did um, negotiations were smooth. The player was really eager to join, and that's what made it all um, progress really quickly. Ultimately, so you know, 
obviously things are taking a little bit longer with some other names. Gabriel Jesus, for example, I think Manchester City are just trying to get the, the best fee they can for him. But I'm confident still that all parties involved will actually just sort of meet in the middle. Um, and hopefully we'll see progress on that that front this week as well. But yeah, Rafinha is an interesting one. Top player again, you know, on the market. We're, we're all we're all aware. We, I think he wants to leave Leeds, and he's quite keen on on finding a new club. Leeds obviously will be eager to to raise funds as well. So um, one to keep an eye on. I, I'm still less confident on this than I am, you know, for Gabriel Jesus, for example. I just think it, there's a lot to factor in. There's a lot to to maybe sort out. But if Arsenal are like I say, you know, going to be ruthless in this market, put an offer on the table, which is simply too good for to refuse for both the club and the player. And they're they're very serious. They're not going to mess about. Then they've got a chance. There's absolutely got a chance. We know Barcelona are struggling financially at the moment. Probably can't meet the same demands as say Arsenal can, for example. Um, but I, I, I pers- I'd be surprised if it's as close as some reports are suggesting. I think there could be some way to go still. But, um, you know, I mean, get, hopefully the club can prove me wrong and I'd absolutely love for this deal to be wrapped up soon. It would be a top, top signing. Absolutely. And Chris, let's say best comes to best and he was to sign for the club. What position would you like him to... Where do you see him fitting in the team? Because a lot of people are saying, they've been debating whether it would be Saka coming out of the team or maybe Saka going to the left-hand side, keeping Martinelli in the team somehow or Rafinha going to the left-hand side. But where do you think Rafinha would fit into Arsenal best? Uh, well, it's, you know, it's one of those... Uh... Sort of sorry to say, nice headaches for Arteta to have um, because Bukayo Saka, we know he's, you know, um, so, so dangerous on the right-hand side. You know, he cuts in on his left foot nine times out of ten, gets a dangerous shot away. So he scored a lot of his goals last season. If not, he likes to cut in, also put a ball into the box, find a teammate, link up. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, it's a nice headache to have. Um because because Saka has a lot of potential, he has a lot of talent. I think no matter where you sort of play him across the front line, he will always cause problems. Um, so I think maybe looking at both players, Saka and Rafinha, maybe comparing how, how how they played last season and where they were playing, you would say maybe Rafinha is more comfortable on the right because he he does rely a lot on his left foot, um, and he played on the right a lot a lot of times last season. Um, Whereas I think Bukayo, he's, he's more flexible, he's more versatile and he can maybe uh, play on, on the left-hand side um, and still cause problems. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would expect maybe that that to be the situation. Rafinha on the right, uh, Saka on the left. Um, but again, I mean, it's down to player preference as well. I'm sure, you know, if, if we were to obviously have both players on our books at the same time, uh, Marteta would, would go over the sort of the plan of the player. Um, uh, get a good idea of of where they're wanting to play, where they're both, um, you know, where they're both pre- preferred, really, and and uh, go from there. But uh, there's absolutely, absolutely, um, no reason why we can't fit both players in. You know, a lot of these wingers nowadays are very technical, they're very versatile, um, and they they're always training hard to to improve their weaker foot as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Um, I, I wouldn't see it being too much of an issue. Obviously, I think we'll miss, you know, Saka cutting in on his left and getting those shots away. But um, I think he can he can cause just as many problems out on the, on the left. And I think if we weren't, obviously, we're missing what Saka offers us from the the right hand side. Rafinha would then come in and offer us that anyway. So um, yeah, I think both players could re- be re- really dangerous for us on either on either flank, really. 
Absolutely. And people in the comment section seem to agree as Nato says Rafinha is also a great player. Carabo says Saka can play on both sides. You also, Andrew says we should get Rafinha still, get him done early before another club pops in for him. Sultan says bring him in fast. We are tired of making follow up, then ended up not signing him. Yeah, it's a, it, I think it's a transfer that all Arsenal fans can agree would definitely enhance Mikel Arteta's attack. And I think it's a deal that Arsenal should look to get swiftly done before Barcelona do somehow find the necessary funds to potentially snatch, snatch him from under our hands. But we shall see. But Chris, another transfer that we thought was a done deal, but now it seems to it seems to be going the other way unexpectedly. That is Yuri Tiedemann. So the interest has called for him. Do you think Arsenal should really push the signing rather than letting it call and focusing on the other targets? Part of me does, part of me doesn't. I mean, the part of me that does think we should still be going for him, I think that's just me being quite desperate to, to get him in before maybe we we lose out. Um, the, the transfer window is unpredictable. Um, but I, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm still quietly confident on this, mainly because... Dialogue has been going ongoing between Arsenal and, and, and Tiedemann's representatives for a long while now. There's an established relationship and communication there. I think Tiedemann's, his head would have been turned and I think he'd be open to the move. Um, we know his contract's running down. It, at the moment, it doesn't look like he's going to sign any sort of extension. He's keen on a move, potentially rate available for around £25-30 million. Pounds. Um. And Arsenal is sort of any so far at least been the only solid link to Tielemans, you know. And it, it seems as if we're the the, the club, the only club um, at this point really pushing for him, or at least showing uh, strong interest, should I say? Um, but I can sort of understand why it's not top of the list. You know, we're, we're getting Fabio Vieira over the line. Gabriel Jesus as well, understandably a top priority for us as we look to, to bring in another centre forward. Um, talks ongoing for Lissandro Martinez as we as it's been widely reported. Um, another deal I'm not sort of overly confident on at the moment. Um, but I, I definitely think we, we need that another central midfielder in there. And I think when, when Tielemans is on the market for around 25, 35 million, or 30 million, sorry, um, you've got to throw everything at it. He's a player that would improve our midfield. He's a, a top quality Premier League proven individual that would offer us a lot of, of what we've been missing, i.e. goals from midfield, sort of that attacking threat from midfield. And I really don't think Vieira's arrival should hinder on this because, um, or vice versa, because he's a very attacking-minded player as Vieira. You know, I, I've been constantly saying over the last few days he's a player that should come in and be competition for the likes of Saka, Smith-Rowe, Odegaard, uh, Gabriel Martinelli. You know, he, he he plays on the wing, he plays in that number 10 position, excuse me. And yeah, I just feel that Vieira is more suited to those sort of attacking positions. Um, and I appreciate he's very versatile and, and that's great. I think he could do a decent job for us in central midfield if the time ever, ever came for him to do that. But whether or not he's the perfect fit for that role, I'm not so sure. And I just think Tielemans would, would be a great option to have and, and competition, really, for more of your Granite Xhaka's and your Thomas Parties. Um, I just think he's a different player and offers different qualities to Fabio Vieira. And I just, yeah, I don't see why the, the, that that move would, would sort of clash with, with Vieira, really. Um, 
So we'll have to wait and see. I, I certainly don't think it's, it's totally dead in the water yet. Um, I can see Tielemans' name sort of cropping up again later down the line. Um, we know he's, he's on the market potentially. Like I said, the communication, the dialogue is there between Arsenal and the player. Um, and yeah, it's just one maybe to keep an eye on. But I will be disappointed, Bailey, if we don't you know follow it up any further because I think you know it's obviously been a name that we've been linked with for a very long time. The interest seemed really, really strong. And at one point, it, you just got the sense that it was you know um, a case of when and not if a deal was going to happen. So, yeah, it seems as if it's called for now and I can kind of understand that with everything else going on and the other targets we're pursuing. But I, I still think it's an opportunity that we would, must absolutely take this window. And, um, yeah, uh, hopefully, like I say, we can sort of see our interest rekindle and, and the links to hot up, you know, maybe further down uh, the, the line and, and further into the transfer window. Absolutely. We shall see. It remains to be seen if Arsenal will sign Tillemans or not, but guys, make sure to leave your questions in the comment box because we will be coming to coming to them at the end of the show. But before we do come to that sector of the show, Chris, we speak about Gabriel Jesus. Now, apparently, his agent has flown to London for talks. It's the deal now that it's time to get elongated, isn't it? I think we, we know the situation. Chris, where would you like to see Jesus finally, everything confirmed, announced, done? How, where, where do you give? Is there a deadline that Arsenal should meet before before this transfer should happen? Well, I mean, they can announce it today if they like. Ideally, that would be lovely. Um, again, I think this is one um, that just is a, a matter of when and not if. Yeah, every day we, we hear us, it's close, it's getting closer, so on. Um, I, I think it's got to the point now where all parties just, or certainly from, from Jesus's campaign arsenal, they just want to get it done and dusted and over the line. Um, so it, it's, it's all settled. Um I mean, look, Manchester City uh, potentially losing a player that has been very important for them, played a, a big role under Pep Guardiola, especially last season. Um, and he is a top quality player, Jesus. There's, there's no doubt about that. So I can understand why they're trying to get as much money as they can for him. And you've got to remember they're potentially losing Raheem Sterling as well. And there's links um, sort of uh, suggesting that Bernardo Silva could be on his way out potentially, you know. The, so there's a lot of other things that Manchester City are probably factoring in in this deal, and they 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 want to get as much money as they can, um, probably to to you know put into to other transfer targets to replace these these players. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think hopefully this week maybe we can we can expect an update, a positive update, um, a positive conclusion. Um, really, to this deal. Um, because, again, you know, it's been one which has been ongoing for a long, long time. Um, and I, you, know, you ask about the importance and should there be a deadline for Arsenal. I mean, certainly we want this done before pre-season kicks off again. And that's what, in six days' time, isn't it, Bailey? I think the players are back at, at Colney for, for pre-season, uh, the 27th. So, um, obviously, I know it, it varies with the players that have been on international duty. They might get a little bit longer. But, um, you know, things are starting to get to that stage now where we are preparing for pre-season. And you just want sort of as many new players, as many fresh new faces in with the group early on as possible. And, and Jay is, is absolutely part of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the sooner the better, Bailey, you know, to answer your question. Um, like I say, Everything's pointing in the right direction for um, a conclusion to be reached this week. As you mentioned, the the agents are 
in the country to to wrap things up hopefully and and of course like us Arsenal fans waiting and looking to to reach a, a positive conclusion so um you know all of the signs and all of the things that we're hearing it's it's encouraging it's positive it looks like it's moving in the right direction um and yeah like I say we're just waiting for that that big update now aren't we for for it to to reach its its um its conclusion and for him to to, to become an Arsenal player so you know, I think the player's keen. Um, the club are absolutely keen. It's one they've been pushing for for a very long time. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed we hear something soon. Fingers crossed indeed. Now, Marcus Arsenal, what did you do to Tom? Or is he recovering from his technical issues earlier? <laughs> I'm sure you'll find out what Tom is up to. And there will be a possibly a positive update for, for Arsenal in general, I should say. But I won't say too much on do, that. Do you but... know, Bailey? I don't know what, I don't know what it's all about. I don't know so what I'm it's all about. Also, um, <laughs> we know just as much as the viewers know. So we shall see. We shall see what that is. And then Marcus also goes on to ask Chris, Rafinha in, does that mean Nelson and Pepe go and, and guess rotation of Saka as well? Yeah, potentially uh, with the latter. I mean, um, obviously with Saka, we mentioned earlier on, I think, um, you know, rotation, who knows, potentially Saka goes out on the left and Rafinha plays on the right, you know, that they could be the two regular starters for us um, on, on, on the flanks. Um, Nelson and Pepe, uh, Nelson had a very strong end to the season, didn't he, with Arnold? You know, he impressed, he became strong, he found consistency and again, it highlighted that he, he's still got a lot of potential, a lot of talent. Um I could potentially see him going out on loan again and then Pepe, hopefully, fingers crossed in an ideal world, you you find a permanent um, resolution for him. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously not much much has been mentioned on either of those players at the moment, Nelson and Pepe. So we're just waiting for some links to maybe uh, appear and um, some, some talks to take place. Um, but like I said, I think Rafinha will be a fantastic signing. And you can absolutely fit him and Saka into the same starting eleven, in my opinion. But um, still very early days, I think. We'll have to wait and see uh, how things develop. We'll have to wait and see indeed. But guys, we are going to end the show there as we have run out of time. We'll be back tomorrow, usual time as always, guys. But Chris, as always, thank you for jumping on the show, mate. Thank you, Bailey. Pleasure as always. Um, good news is, is that we haven't missed anything in terms of a Fabio Vieira announcement. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously bring you updates on that throughout the day if something is announced on the Arsenal way. But, um, yeah, of course, thank you to everyone tuning in as well. And I hope everyone has a great day. Absolutely. Thank you to everyone. Indeed, if you like the video, guys, make sure to give it a like, subscribe. And we also have a special video coming out as soon as Vieira is announced. So watch out for that on the Arsenal way. Make sure you're subscribed to see what video that is. I'm sure you guys will be entertained by it. Most importantly, guys, leave a like on the video, subscribe, and keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,